Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Phil. I'm Cole. I'm Jay. We slum it hard, so you don't have to. Hey, we did it. I always assumed that like you would cut away and do the like you know the the you edit it so that you put the but in there but like you're also just like sat there being like man this is right on it yeah playing it out yeah exactly the yeah the dong song as it has become known as that's what david leong just posted in the group saying he wants he wants the dong song played at his wedding <laughs> Jeez. as the as the intro or the uh or it's like, like the walkout walk music aisle, i would assume like as his wife walks down the aisle or maybe he would walk or, down the aisle you know it's 2021 i don't know or I mean, like I suppose... like the like the the veil comes off and he leans in for and now you may kiss the bride and he takes the veil off and then he goes in for the kiss i think that I mean, would be perfect it... It feels more like a, a funeral song to me. Like I can just imagine, like you know, a casket like slowly going into the uh, yeah. you know behind the curtain. That's, true. <laughs> that's true. Like instead of taps. Yeah, that's what's playing. Man, so you know the elephant in the room. No offense, Jay. No, the elephant. The, uh, the elephant not in the room. Aaron has yeah. <laughs> I'm the elephant, in the wait, room, but that's wait, yeah, I, the, no disrespect. Yeah, we do to refer to Aaron as the elephant, but that's for what you know. That's for something else. <laughs> when he pulls his pockets out of his pants. He looks. Like he never forgets elephant. anything. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so he has actual real life things happening in his life. So he's had a hard time making mm-hmm. it lately. So Jay's stepped in to uh, help us out. It's a great honor and about time, I should say. You know. <laughs> you know, I was yes. nervous about asking. It's like. I will like, say two, years, too, two years ago, you were like, "Yeah, you should come on at some point." I'm like, "Anytime." <laughs> so there I've is. I've just been like, waiting. I've been waiting. Have, you, you have to admit there is no no matter how hard we fight against it, there is a certain there's not even a power dynamic, but there is a certain popularity uh, disparity between you and us, and you would you know. It, it, it's I think understandable it's, I think it's that the accent. Be a little bit sure. nervous to ask it's, you. Yeah. No, it's the you know the uh, the well documented British imperialism. Like I, I can I can understand why you'd be exactly. why you'd be nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's great. I'm really excited. That... I, I genuinely listen to your podcast every week, except for last week. Uh, so you know, I don't know if you said anything about me then, but like we said a lot. We uh, <sighs> did. We're like we're gonna get this. We're gonna get some git on the podcast next week and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I. It sounds uh, so you, weird to say got... British words in an in an American yeah. accent. Yeah, there's some things you can't do, like um, quid. You can't say quid. Americans can't say quid. Like, weird. just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which weird. Is, feels weird. It sounds so yeah. weird. Like, it, but it's also it's the same for British people saying like, you know, the American version of that in bucks. It's like, oh yeah, it's ten bucks. Like, yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say that. Like, it they just doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah American yeah. people saying, yeah, oh, yes, that'll be 10 quid, please, mate. It's like, come on. Come on. I don't like, I don't like American <laughs> people saying, mate. I don't like it. Really? I feel like, I feel uh, yes. there has been, as, as internet culture has, has grown, um, I mean, it's been growing, but like over the last few years, we've got regional, uh, regional terms that are being normalized across like all globally, really. People are saying y'all. Everyone's saying y'all. Yeah. That feels weird. Everyone's saying mate. That feels weird. Like that's, that's your word. We don't get to use that word. That's yeah. your word. I think it's mate? less, I think less so now. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, I think as soon as you stop doing it as like a kind of ironic term then it becomes fine like if you're kind of forcing it and being like oh hello mate then it's okay but like when it when when it just kind of enters the lexicon i think it's fine but it just you know it takes a bit of time there's always telling me i'm just tired (laughs) of people telling me which words i can and can't say just because of what group i'm a member of you know like I should be able to say just I mean, what they can say that word. And I can't, you know, like that's when you said, I'm just tired. The second you said, I'm just tired. I was like, Oh, here it comes. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> you know Speaking what I'm tired of cringy, it's our, uh, our weekly segment where Cole says something that you know, should get him fired. Everyone else takes a step back from the microphone and just lets him, mm-hmm. let him run out of steam. Yeah, like, and then we just... <laughs> yeah. They're like, when this gets picked up, when this gets like, as a sound bite gets like transmitted everywhere and, you know, becomes his downfall. I don't want to be speaking in the background because I want to be able to <laughs> yeah, separate exactly. from it as, as much as possible. <laughs> uh, I actually so this... find myself. Okay. So this, so I, the thing I watch the most, I watch a lot of British TV on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Do you? And I find myself. I watch it on TV. So I've started having. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have I don't need to watch, I don't I don't, I don't want, need to watch it on YouTube. It's just it's just there. It's just there. It's great. <laughs> so one amazing thing that they've been doing during quarantine is the Taskmaster. They basically put every episode of Taskmaster up on YouTube. Okay. Which is an amazing show. I've started watching it with my wife and the explain, weird part about explain it is to I've the viewer British and TV. me what that is. I, I will. I will in a second, okay. but one of the weird one of the weird phenomena that's come with that is that as I watch with my wife, I'm constantly having to explain things to her because I just now know what they mean because I've been watching British TV for so long, like uh courgette, for example. Yeah. Zucchini, which is just, it's a zucchini. Yeah. Which is like, I shouldn't know what that means. That's or just like a broad just, bean. There was this one task where they had you just to, have a different word. They for had it? to have somebody autograph. Yeah. yeah did you not know yeah. that? But you also There's, have zucchini, I, right? No zucchini, no, zucchini is like, it's a very much a, an American term. We say courgette. Uh, wait, okay. what did you Yeah, courgette. Yeah, 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 courgette. That's courgette, what you said, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we only say courgette. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny. So yeah. I, my girlfriend is American. And in our house, we've got this kind of like intercontinental, like, I don't know, like intercontinental, like there's been a load of words that she's won and a load of words that I've won. So like, Courgette, we, we don't use zucchini, we say courgette, but like we do call it an eggplant instead of an aubergine, which is the British aubergine. version. Yeah. And like we'll See also how I so, also knew what eggplant was. They, well, yeah, there we go. And so we also have uh <laughs> so the British the British one will be um so we have rocket. Do you know what that is? Yes. No. A rocket, it's a uh 
Isn't it like a candy bar or something? No, 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 no. It's a vegetable. A rocket. Oh, a rocket. rocket. I don't know. Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but with two T's actually. What is? So it? that's arugula. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is it? Is yeah. it pronounced? So is it pronounced exactly like, or is it like rocket? No, it's rocket. Okay. But there's just but an extra T on like, the end. I'm going to have some rocket. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll get some rocket. And put it on my pizza or something. A nice little rocket salad, we'll wow. say. Yeah. Rocket salad. Yeah. Rocket salad yeah. sounds very cool. It does. That, that, sounds, that sounds that sounds very Salads cool, but need... also like very inappropriate. Like, oh, <laughs> you offered somebody a rocket salad. Like, that's, <laughs> uh, so yeah, again, we we use rocket, but then um, coriander, which you probably know. Yeah, yeah. No, we have yeah. yes. Well, that's cilantro. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but see, here's the thing, and this is what's weird in America. So. It's when it's ground up in a jar. It's coriander, but oh, it's okay. on the stem as a spice. Yeah, in it's the cilantro. like leafy, it's cilantro. Oh, weird. Okay, and I didn't know that. I don't know why, but I I just learned that just the other day. I was at a grocery store, and the guy said, "The coriander is it's right next to the coriander," and I was like, "Uh," and I'm thinking, and in my head, I was thinking, "That's a spice," and we're not. We're not looking at spices. We're looking at a bunch of leafy, you know, jumbles. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm, dude, I'm sorry. You're going to have to help me out. And he goes, oh, cilantro, cilantro. And I was like, okay, weird. (laughs) Like, I didn't say weird. I thought weird, but then. You're like, why did you say that then? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, but. He, so, this was this was Phil's, uh, you know, monthly out into the the posh grocery store. He was in. I'm, exactly. I have a, I have no doubt you're in Whole Foods, right? No, well, we have in in my area. There's there's a a Whole Foods alternative that is like Northern California okay. specific, but it is the it is the Whole Foods alternative uh, that makes people feel better about you know not shopping at Whole Foods. Gotcha. So there's okay. like a, a new level of support, superiority of like, I'm not snobby. I'm not going to it be, called? it's called nugget. <laughs> there's like the nugget. Is it the, the nugget? nugget? What do you call that in Britain? The nugget. You, you must have a different <laughs> word for it, right? Heading down to the yep. nugget. Yeah. New gay. Yeah. So that's another thing. Nougat. It's spelled the same way, but like in a Three Musketeers, you guys, or in like a Mars bar, you guys yeah. would say nougat, right? Or nougat. Yeah, I guess we would. Yeah, nougat. Nougat. Yeah. Nougat. yeah. No. <laughs> a lot of these, and honestly, most of these are like French, like aubergine is the word in French for an eggplant. I was going to say these, these sound like very a French. A lot of these are French words, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so we've kind of got like, we, we kind of have like a bunch of these things that have just like slipped in and some of them have become British versions and some have become. Yeah. American versions. So people don't like it when I say like, oh, I'm going to take the trash out because we say we take yeah. the rubbish out, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but out to the wheelie bin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yep, I yes. I know. <laughs> okay. Bin. So, so I, I watch. But yeah. Like sorry. Taskmaster. Of, yeah. I watch a lot of these panel shows where it's just like comedians that come on and just BS about different things. Or there's, there's one called what I lie to you where it's like, yeah. have you, have you seen that? Uh huh. See, I have no concept for like which ones of these are like lame to normal people and which ones are yeah. cool, you know? Um, I assume a lot of them are kind of lame. Like there's eight out of 10 cats does count down as kind of like 
it's it's kind of, it's like the daytime it's the comedy version of the like daytime show like jeopardy but less cool essentially you know yeah kind of yeah less, so less cool than jeopardy <laughs> well so jeopardy just made it onto uh netflix in the uk and we have like <sighs> well i mean maybe the, like the last like three years worth or whatever and we've just oh. housed it all like it, we, we housed it in like two weeks it's kind it of is. crazy it hasn't because quiz quiz like quiz games and quiz night and stuff that's a very british thing right like i guess so quiz, i mean pub quizzes or yeah whatever. pub quizzes and stuff i mean in terms of like big like big kind of panel shows and stuff like qi is probably the big it's probably like the most popular i would okay. say over here have you watched any of that uh-uh so Q- it's, it's on youtube i'm gonna look it up though qi is great it's re- like really really good so it's been going for like i don't know 15 years or so stephen fry was the original host and oh. uh and it's now uh, Sandy Totsvig, who um, she's also like the current host of the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Which you maybe would have seen some of that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but yeah, QI is one of the big ones. But Taskmaster has kind of been rising up as yeah. the as like it's it's so good, man. Like so I avoided good. it for ages because I'm, you know, because not cool. Uh, an anti-establishment. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Know, so it's basically loser. so Alex but Horn. It's so good. Like, all the guys that are on there are people who will go on these other panel shows. And so I recognize him from there. Yeah. But Alex Horn is this comedian and he basically started this show and he has five people come on in a season and, or a series, you know, for the, mm-hmm. for our series. listeners across yes. the pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they do the, the tasks are basically they have them do tasks. They know nothing about them ahead of time. And the, a lot of them end up being like escape room type tasks. Okay. Um, some of them end up being just like, some of them are weirdly athletic, even though none of the people on there are athletic in any real way. Although Noel mm-hmm. Fielding is, is surprisingly athletic. That was one yeah. of my favorite parts of his season. It's it's all kind of like, uh, like just problem solving things. Yeah. And they just, there's generally, there's like no right or wrong answer. They'll, they'll they'll be asked to do like a a really open-ended thing and usually it's just whoever does it in kind of the funniest or cleverest manner is the the person who gets the points and sometimes it's like it's satisfying because sometimes you'll have somebody who just so so there's like a famous task where there's a big there's a green on the ground like a golf green with a hole in the middle and they had to get a potato into the hole without touching the green and there's a comedian. Have you seen this or do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Wilkinson. He's this like, he's just a total doofus. That's like his whole persona is he's like. Yeah, really, you know, like really dry. Really dry, slow, yeah, honestly. And he just like tossed it in. Everyone else has like had to come up with ways like they moved the green or they, you know, tied a string around it to get it in so they could pull it back when they missed. And he just walked up and tossed it in and but the best part about it is he barely stepped on the green. So he got disqualified, which uh, it was one of the great <laughs> moments in Taskmaster history. But and he didn't know until so they so they film all these tasks ahead of time and then they come into the studio and watch it back. And the the Taskmaster gives them out points and stuff based on how well they did. But and, it's, there's there's so many like really interesting things about it. Like Alex Horn just does so much. Like all, so he's in the band that does the yeah, intro the music, section. the horn section. But there's also there's so much like weird incidental music going on in the background that yeah, it's all unique to like each episode. 
and he just and does all, it all. It's all them. It's all the horn oh, section. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the yeah. uh, like when you cut to like the advert breaks and stuff, um, there's like a mini skit across that runs across each episode, and uh-huh. it's different every episode. So like, the amount of work that he puts into it is is it's crazy. It's it's absolutely enormous. Well, and his 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 role in the show, he's not the taskmaster. He's the taskmaster's assistant. And he has this other comedian named Greg Davies, who's kind of like a, he's this big, tall kind of alpha kind of guy, or that's at he's least like a, a, he, sk- plays he was the, the, yeah, he was the, the headmaster in um that show yeah, about yeah, the yeah. kids in school that everyone loves over here. The Inbetweeners. Yeah. Um, which I never watched, but yeah, he was a the, teacher for years and years before he yeah. became a comedian. So, uh, but so Alex Horn pl- pretends to be like this little lackey, but he's actually the mastermind behind the whole show. He comes yeah. up with all the tasks and um, yeah. So it's good though. Have you been it watching out. it from the beginning? Did you just like, I've watched, you... I've watched every season like three times by now. It's nice. I'm kind of obsessed with it. Is okay, it, is so, it, it's a new okay. one showing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're actually up. They upload them like a couple days after they air. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so, the, the, we just watched the new episode. So it comes out on Thursdays here, and uh, yeah, so we just we just watched it. It's it's so, yeah, so good. So I just so I just saw. Uh, go ahead. It's like it's a bit of a different dynamic now because they are um, they've done the last two seasons kind of with COVID restrictions, yeah. so there's Distance, no audience. Right, yeah. And yeah, um, there's a, it's there's it's apparently quite, an audience like remote to them. And yeah, I don't I think really it's just understand. fake. I think it's just fake. I think it's just fake I, laughter and stuff. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that they've just like they're showing it to people and recording their laughter, like rather than it being yeah. canned laughter. But it's, it, it really shows just kind of how much work an audience puts into like a comedic performance, because quite often you'll totally. just be watching these people. Someone will make a joke and maybe they'll be like, ah, ha, ha. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Moving on. You know, it's like, it's really, it's like, it really shows just how much effort an audience puts into. Yeah. Have either of you been to a a live recording of a, of a, of a sheet of a show, like being the audience of a, of a sitcom or anything like that? No, no. Cole, have you? I did for David Letterman. Whoa, really? I saw David Letterman back in the day live. Yeah. Whoa. That's who, who like, who was the, was there a performer? Who was the, the so band? There was, and we were so excited. So this was right after the Green Album came out. Uh, it was right. So we took like at my after I graduated uh, high school, we had a choir trip to New York, which is seems kind of crazy nowadays. Um, and yeah, as a part of that, we got to go see. And Weezer, they had been on Conan the night before, and they were like performing in Times Square, so they were pushing pretty hard. The green album the big the big and, and we the classic like, new york city tour i know i know mm-hmm. note well yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah and uh they and so we were we were hoping so bad that it was going to be weezer but it was the black crows oh okay <laughs> which i was which was pretty disappointing <laughs> i mean not not the worst band not ever, like the but worst like, that it yeah, could yeah, be. yeah 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 but if 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 somebody said Okay, you're gonna see Weezer tonight or the Black Crows tonight. I'd be like, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we were like, we were like high school kids going to into punk and ska and everything. And this was old man music at that point, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So we weren't. And David Duchovny was the main guest. I think the other guest actually canceled because I I remember there only being one guest on the show. That's good. So when was so, what year was this? Two thousand one. So this is so he's wow. that's still X Files then, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 Yeah, totally. That's towards wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, like the thing. Po- post. It's got to be like after the peak, but the show's. I'm sure it's still going strong. Like. Yeah. Very, yeah. 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 If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot, brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product, and I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Wow, that's nice cool. Job. Freaking that's, love that show. Yeah. So I only so watched the other it. Thing- and sorry, I know you've, you've, you opened this film. We've taken it. But we, we, we like, over lockdown, I watched The Exiles for the first time. Like, I'd never seen it before. I was always just so intimidated by the fact that it's, like, 200 episodes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. Well, I, yeah. yes, but I have actually watched basically all of star trek that that but you know what i'm saying like to get into star trek after the fact is pretty intimidating so right. it's so intimidating and that was what how i felt about x-files but yeah we we watched it over lockdown and it's, it's just it's so good it's so yeah, good yeah well, what's funny is like x-files is kind of uh proto serialized like if you think about it like it was like the idea of like um a show like a dramatic show kind of having like a um an arc like yes that you have to like keep track keep track of and keep tabs on and like wait that relates to this and that i mean soap operas don't count but like the the idea of like there being like this greater thing that's happening it was it was kind of serialized and then all of a sudden they're like dropping things and then like wait that happened last season and that that kind of like the, the idea of people following along and that encouraging more viewers um kind of spurred on what then happened later and then it just kind of snowballed into well it became the thing and all television shows had to do it for a while yeah because originally it felt more like something like law and order where there's no real right every episode is kind of its own standalone thing right or like simpsons jokingly pushes the idea that there's like no continuity from episode to episode like you'll have someone die and then they'll just be back to life the next episode or whatever Mm mm-hmm yeah, and so, you I know, honestly and, have never gotten into X Files. It's so it's ahead, great. James. It's it's really good. Well, I I was just going to say, like, you know, it's funny that you kind of bring up Star Trek because actually, I think Star Trek is a a big reason for that kind of move from like serialized television to, uh, sorry, from episodic television to serialized television because you've got like people like you think about TNG, like the Next Generation. Q is in episode one. And he's in the last episode. Like the oh, whole wow. plot is is based is like is kind of like Q messing with the Enterprise and stuff. And so much of that was down to Ronald wow. D. Moore, who then went on to do. Um, so he Ronald D. Moore took over like maybe the last two and a half seasons of uh, TNG, and then he also uh, brought uh, DS9 into kind of production. Mm. And that is basically there's like hardly anything episodic in that. It's all serialized. 
and then after doing DS9, he did, uh, well, it's, it's not all, but like broadly, it's it's more uh, serialized. And then after DS9, he did Battlestar Galactica, which is just, you know, what, uh, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's just unbelievable. And again, there's yeah. no episodic structure there. It's all, it's all serialized. And that's down to him just being like, no, look, this is what television should be. Well, and and I was just telling a buddy about Battlestar Galactica and and how what I read was he was pushing really hard. Listen, the, this should be more serialized and the stakes should be higher. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We should be like, hey, there's not enough oxygen. We should kill off people to sacrifice for other yeah. people. Like we should have storylines like that. And yeah. the studio was like, no, 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 no. That's not what we do here. And he he basically the uh, the, I, the what I heard somewhere I, I I must I read this somewhere that Voyager was his pitch, and they took everything in his pitch and then just like just totally Toned softened it, it, right? Totally softened it, and he and then Sci Fi Channel he was like, hey, listen, I've got an idea. I had this pitch that they totally they totally butchered, um that is now called Voyager <laughs> and I want to do it. And uh, they're like, well, okay, do you like, do you just want to start from scratch? And he's like, no, I, I think we could do it with Battlestar Galactica. And, and they were like, Battle, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, that, that cheesy show from the seventies. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> we're talking about a cheesy show from the sixties. Yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah, 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 what's exactly. the big yeah. deal? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, yeah. Well, uh, and it's weirdly ahead of its time. the The whole concept nowadays it makes sense to make everything serialized because so many people binge watch stuff now. Yeah, but you the can go back and binge catch it. Yeah, was never a thing before, you know. Like, yeah. Except for like DVDs, like people would binge watch like Twenty Four or Lost back right. in the early two thousands, you know. But yeah, nothing like you can do now, obviously. Yeah, and you know that that whole idea of the stakes being higher, I think is, you know, that's very modern day and, totally. you know, as boring as it is to refer stuff back to game of Thrones, like, you know, totally, that totally that's just totally changed what, what storytelling in television could be like, you know, spoilers for anybody who's, you know, sorry, yeah. if you haven't watched series one of, uh, of game of Thrones, you've had like, 10 years or so, you yeah. know, that thing with Ned, Star like I, I read the book before I, before I watched that show, like I started reading that book just before the the first series came out, and like when that's, I'm like, few pages. I, sorry, I've missed something here. Like, what is going on? And like yeah. to turn to get like a an actor of Sean Bean's caliber, and like just like yeah, we only Sean for a couple of weeks, and then just you know go back to Yorkshire, do whatever it is you're doing, pal. You're fine. <laughs> It used to be the only time characters would disappear is if they had something else. And it was like obvious. Either they like yeah, got well, pregnant or like they had a movie yeah. deal that came up, you know. Or yeah, 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 like yeah. That. Yeah. Well, and and I was I was I was the same friend I was telling about Battlestar Galactica, he we were talking about our um our disdain for the Walking Dead and how it could it could be so great, but they ruin it like over and over and over and they could just do what uh game of thrones does and you know I, i'm not i don't know everything on how they do it but it's got to have to do with contracts with actors and you know you just like 
when when an actor wants to leave, um, you say, all right, um, cool. But then you got to have like you can't have like your storylines reliant on this one person that if that person leaves, then everything yeah. goes to hell. Like you've got to you've got to be able to have stuff structured that like if you can't write contracts that are like, hey, we have you for the rest of your life if we want to or whatever. I don't I don't know how it works, but it's just like you said, yeah. Game of Thrones has a million characters and they're just killing off people left and right. And then people that you thought were not important become super important and super like, uh, you know, beloved. And that like, that's what they should be doing with a show like Walking Dead. And they're not, they're like hanging everything on these characters. And then when somebody's contract is up, it's like, oh, oh, oh no. Now what do we do? Like, <laughs> it's like Poochie going together. back to, going back to his home planet, you know? I'm about to sp- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I need to watch. I never watched X-Files that much. I watched the movie when it came out in the theater and I would watch episodes as they would come on TV, you know, but the movie wasn't like all that representative of the rest of the show. Was it? I, I would say it's like, I don't think I've seen it, but there's, I think there's two movies and I think they're both like very, they feel like very expensive, like B minus episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like if you look it's, on like, you know, on, on, like, you know, people have done lists about like top 20 X-Files episodes of all time. I, I like the movies are have they wouldn't you know, make the list. No, no. Yeah. Even though they, they're like ridiculously more expensive than. Yeah. The effects are better. All the others. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a, there's a really funny episode uh, that's like, I guess it's kind of t- towards the end. I can't remember when exactly, but it's like it's very, very clearly an episode that they shot whilst they were shooting the movie because it's like the it's just the lone gunman like Mulder and scully aren't i think Mulder's <laughs> in it for like five minutes at the end but scully's not even cold. and it's like it's just a lone gunman off on off on like some like they're at they're at like it's really funny actually they're at a uh they're at like a tech convention and i'm like i mean i've been to these conventions like yeah yeah they're they're like they're trying to make it seem like all dramatic and exciting and i'm like <laughs> they got the wrong idea about these tech yeah. conventions. I tell you what, they're well, as I'm, boring I'm, as can be. I'm wondering if that was because the, they had a spinoff, like yeah, the height which I've not X- seen and I and I can't I can't find it anywhere. Like it doesn't, it's mm. not streaming anywhere. I remember. So, oh, but but I tell you what, do you know? I, I did read about this. The um, I can't remember the reason that it isn't the reason that it isn't up for streaming anywhere is. And I can't remember exactly. I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that the pilot is about um, like a terrorist attack at the World Trade Center, and oh, it 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 came out like in like summer 2001. And so basically, they just like went. Oh, like, you know what? No, nope. that's what that's what they would have been pitched because that's summer 2001 is when I was in New York. That's what they would have been pitching, right? Oof. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which I weirdly, just... I weirdly also went to the top of the World Trade Centers while I was there, like you know, really two, wow. months, two months before September 11th. But yeah, so basically, it's just like I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what it was. I, I think I looked it up, being like, where, why can't you watch the Langaman anywhere? And it's just like Dude. nobody wants to carry it, just because it's like you know, it was just a little bit too close, too, yeah. <laughs> too close for comfort, you know. And yet they're like, they'll go, hey, let's put the Dave Chappelle show on Netflix. Nobody's gonna have a problem with that. <laughs> it's yeah. like. Hmm. Uh, hmm. This doesn't feel the same. 
for some reason. The things have happened, and now we yeah. feel uncomfortable about some of these. Weirdly, it's still things. like it's it's more relevant. Well, it's more apparent to us than it used to be. And maybe this is just me, but like, you know, growing up in a place where I only ever saw white people, it's you, you think about like the the topics that are very, I don't know, just like the entire Black Lives Matter movement in general. It's like that's not a new thing. You know, that's just what we call the civil rights movement right now. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The all chapter. of Dave Chappelle's stuff is still just as, as you know, relevant as it was before. I, I actually don't really know much about Dave Chappelle. He kind of never really made it big over here, I guess, because he he was yeah. just like, did he do SNL? No, no. Okay, he was that he was so he he was given a show on Comedy Central when Comedy Central was like, I I would not Comedy Central was like, I don't. I'm not sure what the timeline was. There, there were a couple things that Tommy's Comedy Central did that like kind of put them on the map as far as like not the just bottom of the rung uh, cable yeah. channel. It was like the well, South Park was a big one, yeah. But the Daily Show also. Whose and line I feel like was kind of one of the early ones too. Whose line is it anyway? Weirdly, put them on the map a little bit because in the early days it was oh, just like okay. stand-up comedians all the time. Yes, yes, right, okay. <clears throat> or yeah, weird, I just kind of yeah. any any kind of American comedians who I'm like not familiar with because SNL like never really got, sh they started showing it here now, but like, I, I'm yeah. like fairly new to SNL. Like they've, they, so like all of these kind of like, you know, big names like, um, uh, what's her name? The, uh, Sarah Silver, Sarah Silverman was SNL, right? I think she, she might've never... been a writer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sh shows what I know. It's just that a lot of this, a lot of these kind of, but Sarah I just wonder how like some of these she people had her, get like, she shows. weirdly had her own show on comedy central as well. So yes. Oh, right. yes, okay. she did. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah. But Chappelle also had, yeah. Chappelle, you would like, you would like his more recent stand-up stuff, especially, but he is always like one of his primary themes has been race, you know, and one of his most famous sketches is like, <laughs> uh, it's it's called the black white supremacist it's a guy who's blind who yeah has grown okay. grew up in a white supremacist family and didn't know that he was black yeah the the and, uh, the the family was uh embarrassed to tell him that he was black they adopted right, him okay. Okay. and they were embarrassed to tell him so he didn't know uh, and then he grew up like being racist and then uh yeah. and then ends ends up like in the well, like, he's like upper... a writer he would like go to book signings and he'd show up because people had read his books and they'd see him and like, holy crap, who's this guy? Right. Like, but who's they're... this? Who's this? You know, whatever. And he's like, uh, where? Where? <laughs> yeah. And, and he rose through the ranks of like the KKK or whatever because he was such a great, uh, a great writer and speaker. Yeah. And uh, nobody wanted to tell him that you know that he was black. And yeah. the use of the N word is. Uh, at the time was like very jarring, but now it's like, it's even, it's more... like, I, I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe they were well, doing it's satirical, this. but yeah. it is still right, like, right. it's, it's shocking. Uh, it's just shocking to hear that word because even now in satire, people still choose the words like, like always sunny. They'll make fun of Mac for being gay or they'll have jokes focused around being gay, but they would mm -hmm. never uh, use the F word, you know? Yeah. As a part of that, just because yeah. tonally, like it's just too far, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, Chappelle, it, it would be interesting to 
to go back and watch a lot of the stuff nowadays. Well, and I think, well, yeah, it got, I, I guess it got heat a couple, for a couple reasons. One, because of that, because tonally it just feels like too much. But then two, it was also that like he was getting totally screwed out of, um, well, so he money. weirdly, he like left. So before one of the seasons, he did a couple seasons and then he left without telling anyone he was supposed to show up to start filming season, whatever, three or four or whatever. And yeah. he went to Africa instead and basically disappeared off the grid partially. Cause he was just like, it was too much, you know? No, he said he, and, uh, uh, it was on Oprah well, kind of like the, the fame. It was the Pars fame and but... the pressure. And like, and part of it was also that his contract was very, not in his favor like he was basically right. the the creator of the show and he wasn't really getting much for it i think right right but but also i, I in an interview i i'm pretty sure it was with oprah he said that in filming one of the episodes that he had he had written and it's you know it's satire and it's about racism and he's he's standing back and he's watching this episode being filmed this you know sketch or whatever and he's looking around at everybody laughing at the jokes that he helped write. And he looked over and he said, one of the, one of the crew, this white guy is laughing at this joke. And it just kind of like, like it just clicked in his brain. He's like, he's not laughing for the same reason that I am laughing yeah. at this. Oh, okay. And he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like it was kind of yeah, like, okay, I can't, I like, and, and part of that is the pressure. Part of it was, I think it was, it, there was a level of like kind of underground when he started. And then at whatever season it had been like, just, it was everywhere. Yeah. Everybody was talking yeah. about that show. Everybody, everybody knew who he was and everybody knew about the show and people were, you know, screaming, you know, their favorite lines at him on the street and stuff from sketches that he had written. And I think that was, he said that was one of the moments that he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And he broke well, his contract, he, I think. Right. When well, he, he never, to... he didn't necessarily have a contract. He just didn't show up. I don't think he even had a contract for the next season, but weirdly, but yeah, that part of it was like, he, he very overtly was trying to, uh, was trying to raise just racial awareness, I guess, if you want to call it that. Right. Where a lot of comedians make jokes about race, uh, you know, like Chris Rock or something like that, but it wasn't, he, he wasn't like trying for the same outcome as, as Dave Chappelle was, you know, it was more just joking or Kevin Hart even nowadays, you know? Yeah. But anyways, you should go look up his latest Netflix, Netflix special. Cause it is amazing. And he's kind mm -hmm. of in this weird, a lot of comedians get to this point where they, I mean, comedians end up being very thoughtful people because that's their whole job is to observe things. And yeah, make, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Observations about what's happening in the world. But you think about somebody who's never had to work uh, since, you know, for the last 20 years, he's basically had a lot of time to think and observe and stuff like that. And so he, yeah. I mean, sadly, Louis CK is honestly the same way. And I, I say sadly, not sadly that he was quote unquote canceled because I think he should have been, but I think he actually had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of very good observations on the world too. He just was also kind of a dirtbag, you know? Yeah. <laughs> which sucks turns out a lot of them are you know a lot of when i say them i mean men <laughs> a lot of us are you know yeah. <laughs> and when i say us i mean you know okay of us. <laughs> exactly. i think 
least I think the a third of us are the uh, the fan of this show is not going to be happy if we don't talk about what everybody wants the three of us to talk about, which is uh, the current situation with the royal family um, and a prince marrying an American. I think that the three of us have a lot to say about that. Okay. Um, and so, uh, Jay, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off with your thoughts? Wait, about... she is American, right? They moved. Did they move to Canada though? They did move to Canada, but she is American. Okay, but she is American. Okay. I, I mean, I have very little to say on this one. <laughs> whatsoever. Okay, here's, here's what I, I mean... want to know. I want to know what like for a British person. Is the royal family just kind of a joke? Are they just kind of like the Kardashians over here? Like, do they have no. like, actual governmental <laughs> no. power? Kardashians. That's great. That so I hope that's it, true. But like they they have like serious power, right? It's kind of um what's the word? It's uh they don't really. Like, yes, in theory, the so when a law gets um gets voted through the house of lords and then house of commons which is like the similar similar to like the house and the senate i think senate. The, yeah. yeah um yeah so we've got the yeah house of commons and the house of lords when when a law gets passed through them because that's that's it has like the double checks so like the house of lords are the uh they're not elected they're like you know appointed and the whole thing about the house of lords is they're supposed to be like because they can't be voted out of their position they sh they in theory shouldn't be able to be like um uh you know swayed or bore or they don't have to worry about putting forward yeah. an unpopular law because yeah. they can't be like voted out because the they'll lose their lobbyists exactly exactly so um so there's like the double and then the final sign off is from the queen but like i i don't think the queen has ever um like gone actually um mr johnson I, I don't quite agree with this law you know i just i just don't, i think it's all like ceremonial you know yeah it's all like it just yeah totally they, yeah the prime minister has He's to just go a oh, it's... exactly yeah and so it, it's funny actually we so um i uh earlier on today i went for a walk with uh mark packham uh and Ooh, name from, drop from yes yeah <laughs> Uh, enemy of the show, Mark uh, Packham, and we we were talking about um, the Crown, which is uh, a show that I've not watched, but he's got into recently. I don't know it's whether very it's very popular here. Though. Has it made a splash? Okay, so yeah. we were talking about that, and and he was saying that uh, it's really funny when you look at kind of how these um, like per, I guess peripheral figures in the in the royal family. So like nowadays, it's um, it's Prince Harry, and you know what's going on with. Uh, him getting married and then kind of stepping back from the royal family and uh but you know that that stuff has happened before so right. um princess margaret who was the queen's who is the queen's sister um she basically did the same thing she just yes you know she was never going to be queen because um you know there were other uh people in the in in the the line of succession before she was basically she just you know went off and sort of had her own life but it was kind of behind closed doors and apparently in the and like i said i mean i've not watched it and i don't really know much about the royal family but she apparently was having like these big crazy parties in buckingham palace and like causing like a big ruckus and stuff and it's like you know you 
these people are kind of trapped because it's like yeah you can't just go and apply for a job at at like tesco can you because you're like you know you're in your 10th in line to the nor nor can you just go shopping in tesco you know but exactly you could you just can't go to the shop you can't like you can't just go to the pub because it's like well you're a member of the royal family and like you might get kidnapped but you know what you um, can do now you can be an Instagram influencer. So. Well, ex- exactly. But the thing is, is like, I don't really know what he was supposed to do otherwise, to be completely honest with you. And, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm not like a pro monarchy person. It's not, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't really have, I would have, you know, I didn't uh, have pegged you for a total. I had no idea. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really have any strong feelings one way or the other. Um, but I, I just sort of feel like, if I was born into that, that life, like I know that, you know, I wouldn't want to just live my life behind yeah. closed doors and like, you know, behind a, a, uh, a barrage of security guards for, for, you know, the, the 80 it's, years that I'm going to walk around on the, on, you know, probably longer being in the Royal family, you know, in a lot of ways, yeah, it's crazy exactly. that the two, the two princes as the spin doctors taught us about the two princes are, <laughs> Uh, they're as well adjusted as they are, right? Like it's well, completely kind of crazy because they both seem to be just kind of normal guys in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of talk about um, maybe the uh, Prince Charles, who is next in line of the throne, who's the Queen's that's the son. Queen's son, right? The Queen's son and, and the William and Harry's. Son. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and okay. there's but there's a lot of talk of like maybe he because like Prince William is very popular. And, you know, Prince Harry obviously is not very popular, especially with like the tabloids and stuff over here. But um, Prince William is like seen as very, very popular. And Prince Charles kind of isn't because I think the I think public opinion has softened a bit. But, you know, people remember Diana, you know, that's kind of the the big thing. And uh, there's a lot of talk that maybe Prince Charles will kind of step aside and let William take over in in his place, because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, Prince Charles is in his 70s. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, whereas Prince William is 38 or something. And, uh, right. Or maybe, but again, maybe a bit older than that. but again, if it's a figurehead thing, then like, like what, what's the difference anyway? Well, like, so I, guess, I guess it's just like, you know, Queen Elizabeth has reigned for so long that like, yeah. yeah. you know, we all, we all fear change. And like, is there, yeah. You know, you know, it's not nice to talk about people being like, okay, well, look, what's the point in you having the job? You're only going to be alive for like 10 years. <laughs> why don't you just give it to, why don't you give it to yourself? You know, and that's, that's a as harsh an, way to talk about it, but like, totally. As an American, I can say there's something to be said for not having a 70 year old man running your country, too. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but he's not running it. That's the thing, though. That's the thing. He's not yeah, running yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. could, you could yeah. say the same about our president in a lot of ways, too, even though we like to pretend he's running things, you know? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But less less so. Yeah. Totally. Right? Less I mean, so. yeah. So, but, yeah. It, okay. But I will defend my earlier statement about them being like the Kardashians because it is a weird, like, you're born into this thing. I know the Kardashians weren't entirely born into it, but they're, they're kind of famous. For, for being who they are for being as famous for, just like, yeah yeah just yeah, like yeah. and the royal family is like the original that just being yeah, famous I, because they're famous you know because of who they are yeah and yeah. and you know it, it's kind of interesting like i don't know whether there was kind of this much and phil if you've watched the, the crown then maybe you do i don't know if they go into it but like i don't know whether there was this much intrigue around like the kind of comings and goings of what was going on in you know were the victorian press 
like oh we need to find out what queen victoria's <laughs> children are up to like yeah oh they were just seen down the the dog and bacon down on doctor street in yeah. london or whatever like i don't i don't know is that what was going on back the then apothecary <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm not okay the the show starts in the 20s I think it so actually Mark was telling me about it. Yeah, because he's just got Is that right? But yeah, it starts with like uh it starts with like kind of um Elizabeth's ascension to the throne. So like the death yeah, of her so, father, who is George the Sixth. And there I was believe, a lot of like there was like a I lot of weird the, political stuff that went on just before that. Like right. George the Sixth was never supposed to be king. He was the second he was the younger brother. Right. And Edward the sick i'm not sure which one but the, the guy who was supposed to be king edward he married a american divorcee mm -hmm. and basically that wasn't seen as proper they which they is straight weird up said because, to him they straight which up said is, to him, you can't do that at least yeah well the, well yeah <laughs> i suppose so but like you know it's weird because the 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 monarch in england the monarch in the uk is seen as like the head of the church of england and the entire reason yeah. that the church of england exists it's because Henry VIII wanted to get divorced. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. out of anyone in the world, why should why should, should this be... one job description have a problem with anyone married and a divorced person? That's literally why that exactly. why that job exists. Yeah. It's if anything, crazy. it should be it should be a requirement. Like yeah, exactly. You have to yeah, get you... <laughs> divorced and remarried. Yeah. Like you have to because that's how we yeah. started this. But uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. It just it really wasn't seen as like the well-to-do thing. So. I, I yeah I think and then some the, dodgy political stuff came about out, out about him later so you know probably for the best but I think a, the yeah I think the series starts with the the show um the the series of the the entirety of the series starts with Elizabeth as a little girl yeah 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 and then it's like so then she's uh and she gets uh made queen what is the verb there appointed uh uh, uh queenified uh, queenified Did yeah you say? yeah sure yeah yeah um coronet coronated there you she go she had a coronation yeah yeah, yeah. yes don't know the if you say coronated yeah she was coronified um at a like a really young age um yeah you know 30 or maybe even i think young i think even younger than that yeah yeah, yeah. um and and so and she has and no idea like, like 98 or something exactly exactly yeah and so then so, so the show is is her getting older and that, everything yeah. and everything happening around her um but uh but yeah it's it's kind of, it, it's basically following her um and then the the kind of the first the first set of episodes are um she's not the focal point but it but she's like experiencing you know, as a as a child, she's experiencing things, and so that that's why it, it it kind of, in a sense, it's kind of a prequel, even though they planned it out that way. Um, that uh, because then it 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 becomes much more powerful when you're watching the later episodes when she is the queen, to know like to have it like spelled out for you exactly what happened to her prior to becoming queen. To get yeah, there. and and like her reactions to things after seeing what her uncle you know, what, what her uncle went th through, what, what her father went through and all that stuff. So, 
don't know. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I've not watched it, but like it's a it's a great cast. Like you know, Olivia Coleman is amazing, and then Gillian uh, Anderson, I think, just won like some big award. I don't know if it was a BAFTA or whether it was a BAFTA's like the British version of like television awards. Um, I don't know whether she won it in the US as well, but like you know, Gillian's obviously a legend. And, she's become, um, but she's awesome. become a big shot over on your side of the pond. Yes, like she's done. She's done all these British shows um since x-files uh yeah i, I guess i'm I, I don't know i'd struggle to I, the things that i've seen her in recently were like she she was in hannibal which is so good i don't know if you guys have seen that i have not so, oh it's, it's so good it's like a so it's about um hannibal lecter and it's kind of like mm-hmm. almost a re a retelling of the uh of the story of hannibal lecter and it kind of it's it starts um uh kind of in the middle of uh so in silence of the lambs he's already been caught hasn't he uh so it's well, like gets, it's, yes or does he yeah because he he, he's silence of the lambs oh he's telling he's oh, no. telling it right he no because in silence of, silence of the lambs is about buffalo bill and right and oh, so okay. and okay. It's, yes. he's it's, in uh, talking yes Jody he's Foster. in a crazy cage yes Jodie Foster Jodie Foster right it is yes yeah, so her talking to her. and so anyway, it's like basically kind of a retelling of uh of the story of Hannibal Lecter, and it starts maybe I don't know a few years before uh, Silence of the Lambs, and then kind of the timelines split, and like they take some of the elements of uh, Red Dragon and some of the elements of um, the Hannibal movie, uh, whatever the first Hannibal movie was called, um, and uh, Man she Hunter. she's. Manhunter, yeah, and she's in that as uh, Hannibal Lecter's um, therapist, and she's unbelievable mm. in that. Like um, that whole the whole show is amazing. Like Mads Mikkelsen plays uh, Hannibal Lecter, and he's like unbelievable. He's so cold, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in it, and he plays um, Jack, who's like the the big time detective, who's like a bit of a you know getting the job done at any cost, literally to like you know dollar or human. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so she was in that and uh, like American Gods, which I watched recently. She's in that. She's been really good. But in terms of like British stuff, I don't know that she has done. I don't know what she's done over here other other than that. But The Fall is British, yes. I haven't watched that actually, and I I don't know um if it is. The Fall, Bleak House, Great Expectation. Well, no, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, maybe. Okay, so here's. Can I maybe can I'm. I Maybe I'm confused because she just does a lot of things as a British person. <laughs> she she is British, I think, isn't she? Or she's like half British, I think. I think she grew up here. Whoa. Let's see. Plot twist. She was born in Chicago, but grew up in London. There you okay. Go. Yeah. Ooh. Do that whole uh, by uh uh what's the word? Like by act by act like when people are perfect to like uh what's his name fast well, bilingual bilingual but like yeah bilingual yeah, speaks american by accented yeah. like uh fast bender can speak german with a perfect german accent and english with a perfect british accent i guess like oh crazy wow mel gibson can do that with uh an australian accent and an american accent too oh, genius he genius. can say yeah another uh, reason why mel gibson is up there as the greatest <laughs> actor of our or any generation yeah, he can person, say he can say racist person. comments in either accent fluently. <laughs> On and off the screen. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, it just rolls now, off the tongue. <laughs> here's here's another uh, British slash European thing that I want to talk about. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to teach you guys a little something about European soccer here. Okay. And I want okay. to. I mean, really we call want... it football, but like, you know, I'm not. If you're talking about uh, European. I'm already. Like... I'm already... Start on the back foot. Behind. Sorry to uh yeah, sorry to put you on the back foot. That's no, fine, it's fine. Like okay, you know, so... a lot of people a lot of people in the UK have a big problem with Americans calling it soccer, and I'm just like, I don't care. I, I saw something what but you I married saw... an American woman, so I saw a well, TikTok. Kind of, yeah. You're dating an American woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I apologize. That's okay. Phil. You are um com- currently committed to. Well, you know, we're seeing how it goes. <laughs> yeah. They haven't signed the contract. It's like Dave Chappelle. If he just doesn't show up tomorrow, he's not going yeah, to do it. You know, you know. So far, uh, you know, seven years in or something, things things are going <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay, but like, I don't really want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> She's from Florida, as we all know, as we've exactly. talked about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Have you watched that? We talked about uh, that. She, I mean, she loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, I don't watch a lot of comedy in general. Okay. Uh, I need generally for stuff stuff to be set in space or some sort of like miserable near future to get like any real enjoyment out of it. Or Taskmaster. Or Taskmaster, yeah, yeah. Which is okay. So before we get into football, sorry, who are who are your favorite Taskmaster contestants? Maybe especially the ones that were surprisingly good. Um, Phil Wang. That series I thought was that series. Great name. Oh, the name is his name is incredible. Not only that, but. Like one thing that they end up doing, they they film all the tasks ahead of time, right? And a lot of the contestants end up wearing a specific <laughs> outfit. Like one of the guys in the current series is wearing kind of a uh, evil Knievel type yeah, outfit, yeah. you know. And Phil Wang wore what is it? What does it remind you of? It's like the guy on. Uh, it's like on, a morph suit, right? It's like on the guy on Despicable Me a little bit, like the <laughs> who's the goofy looking bad guy with that wears the yellow jumpsuit. You know I don't know. Talk- At any rate, he wears this yellow jumpsuit in which his his balls oh, all are there. Just so clearly visible the entire time. It's it's all there, and it's in he, fact there's a task <laughs> there's a task where they have to do a hula hoop, and the host says, "No matter where you try to uh, he, he this line is just so good." He says, "No matter how beautiful the grandfather clock is, the pendulum draws the eye." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that that whole um, that whole series with with Phil Wang and Rod Gilbert, Rod Gilbert, I just Rod thought Gilbert. was so funny. He's like, so he's this like incredibly gruff Welsh man, yeah. and uh, his his accent is just incredible. He's he's so yeah. funny and um, and so dry yeah, that, too. Super dry, super dry, and that whole season was full of really dry people. Like Phil Wang is so yeah. like unbreakable, and James Acaster, who's like the other like younger fellow who's on it, is and he's, again just like just and he so, is like, like one of the people who he was like an enormous fan of the show before he went on. Yeah, which is which is also something that happens with the show over time. It's like Survivor, like the first season of Survivor, nobody knew you, nobody even considered the fact that you could lie. Yeah. And so like the first few seasons yeah. of Taskmaster were kind of the same way where they didn't realize like, oh, you have to think like differently about these laterally. Tasks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And it's but funny, like with the, with the new series is very the new series. It's very obvious who has watched the show before and who has not like yeah. Jamali Maddox. who's on this series. Oh, gosh, he's he so like good. there are bits in it where you're just like, you have no idea what's going on here. have you? And I reckon like halfway through filming, he like when 
I think I need to like figure out what this show is yeah. because like he's kind of like unless he was just kind of playing a character to begin with, but like he's but, so he's so funny. And Greg like loves him too. He yeah he like has such a fondness for him, which is funny because the host, the Taskmaster, you can never tell who he's gonna like and what's gonna like piss him off or whatever. Yeah. But Jamali somehow he just like has a real fondness for him, which is pretty great. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, but that that yeah. series of th- and Kerry Godleman was on that one too, right? So that I mean that whole crew, like so uh Kerry Godleman was so fun, and I didn't know anything about her and uh and Jess Knappett as well, who was the the other yeah. So again Kerry someone Godleman who- is on a bunch of shows uh, on a bunch of Ricky Gervais shows. So like Derek, if you've seen that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've um, not seen that, but yeah, I know about uh, it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what what the, I think she's also on she's on extras too, I'm sure. But yeah, okay. that's where I knew her from. But yeah, right, okay. she it's a fun show too. Cause like people who do like, nobody ever gets to be the center of te- attention because they go through for, each too, for and, too long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they go through each person and how they did. And like, everyone gets kind of a chance. Cause like, like Lee Mack is on the current show and he tends to kind of dominate a lot of times the conversation and a lot of panel shows and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell he's kind of a fish out of water a little bit. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Well, not... they generally have like in each series, they generally have like, it, and I like, older fella is yeah. like that they they, they they the only thing that kind of i get a little bit bogged down by with with taskmaster is they've they've clearly got a formula in terms of like the people that they invite on the show yeah. there yeah. will be like an older man yeah um a uh a younger person of color exactly. uh a one Ramesh sometimes or... two women and yeah. then like a young boy like a young white boy generally will be like the and it's like in every series it is kind of okay well okay lee mack is the old man and And it's jamali maddox is it's literally always except so they're on season 11 right now and except for one season maybe it's two two women and three men and the only season that isn't on youtube right now is the only season that ever had three women on it oh really it's always five people yeah, which is I'm sure that's not the reason, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> but it's uh, uh yeah, it's it's anyway. a it's a it's a great show. It's it's yeah, it's really 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 fun. Yeah, everyone needs to check it out. They just have like the Taskmaster. They have their own YouTube channel and and uh, yeah, it's awesome. They also did so like they did a load of stuff out. during lockdown as well to kind of like try and like cheer people up during lockdown. Like Alex Horn did Taskmaster at home, yeah. where he just like was setting yeah. tasks and then like ask inviting people to send him footage of them like completing the tasks and then he showed them on his instagram or whatever or on the youtube oh that's cool they generally seem like really like nice people yeah and they also have a taskmaster podcast which is hosted by ed gamble who was a contestant on one of the more recent probably like season eight or nine or something he's another one who like i think he like, like loves the show Oh yeah. And he, and they were just, I was just listening to this week's episode or the one where who's, who's the, the older guy on this series. Uh, Lee Mack. The guy who had the task to where he had to, where he had to fart. No, who's the other. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Wozniak. <laughs> Mike Wozniak. Yeah. And he's amazing. And a couple of times he called him out for caring too much about the scoring. He's like, yeah, he only gave him three points in here. And he's like, no, mate, you gotta like, you gotta forget about the scores because they, because <laughs> Greg just scores arbitrarily anyways. So yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You can tell he's a huge fan of it. So, so they, yeah, they do. They kind of go along and release an episode every week when this when the 
TV show comes out. Okay, well, hey, we should uh, talk about football at a later date. Okay. But at our current date also, you know. Okay, yeah, good uh, to... Anything uh, else you know, we want to say before we, uh, before we wrap this one up? Phil? No. Um, just that uh, I um, respect the crown, but I also respect... Um, not respecting the crown. I want to make that clear. Is there? Are you being held hostage? <laughs> <laughs> Is Jillian there with you right now? Yeah. Oh man, I hey, respect the history. Well, for... Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, can't wait to do yeah. this again some other time. I don't know next week, maybe. Yeah, so, perfect. Cool. Hopefully. Yes. We'll make it happen. Thanks. Thanks for monarchy. And you're welcome. Thanks for revolution, but also thanks for <laughs> you're, friendship. You're welcome. Thanks for friendship. <laughs> thanks for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>